Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is behind the steel curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you once again. It's Tuesday. It's just after nine o'clock. Where else are you going to be? I'm here with me, having a good time as always with my big brother Rich. Rich, how are you tonight? Oh, I'm okay. It's just been a while since I've been able to breathe. Uh, tell me about it. Yep. So, but you know, had a stretch like that earlier in the season, and now we get a stretch again. So, what you gonna do? What you gonna do, brother? Hey, we already got a five dollar super chat. I know. Okay, go for it. Um, here we go. Shaman Hand says we finally signed a defensive tackle to help our line depth. Uh, Montravius, I don't think that's spelled quite right because I've had to type it several times. Uh, um, Adams. He typed it how it sounds, but unfortunately, it's not spelled how it sounds. Yeah, I saw um, that. Travis Adams off the Saints practice squad, three hundred four pounds, six foot three. I thought, yeah, did I have it six foot three? I can't remember. I wrote, I well, I didn't. Well, Jeff and I, a lot of times when we get these breaking news articles, if you're if you check out behindthesilkcurtain.com, your one stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, if you if you check those articles, a lot of times they'll have his name or my name. But most of the time, we're both working on them. It's whoever started it first. So sometimes it says Jeff, sometimes it says me. So I was helping Jeff write this one, and I'm putting in his height, his weight, and stuff that's going on. He was a, I'm pretty sure, third round pick by the Packers. Um, played four years there. Um, signed with New England in the offseason. Didn't make their team. Ended up on on the Saints. And just this month, in the middle of November, was moved from their from their regular from their 53 man roster to the practice squad. And the Steelers are like, let's see what we can do and uh, everything. So yeah, the Steelers did sign. That's, you know, part of the news and everything else. They did sign another player. Um, Unfortunately, the bigger news with that was one Trent Jordan Watt going on the reserve slash COVID-19 list. Um, That subject's been discussed a good bit. So we don't have to go into that too much, but uh Today, Coach Tomlin, they said, hey, is he symptomatic? Where is he in the process? And Coach Tomlin said, yeah, I'm not saying. He's like, just like when someone's in the concussion protocol. I don't talk, say that they're all oh, there at this stage or whatever. They are in the protocol until they're out of the protocol, and that's there you go. just the way he does it. He, he Well, and unlike someone on it, mm-hmm. you know, that you got to report on the injury list, they go on the COVID reserve 19 list, mm-hmm. don't have to talk about them. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. You don't have to talk about it. You don't have to. And I, I, I kind of get it. Um, sorry about that whole thing at the beginning. You know what yeah, I did? We said I pulled a, 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 a Bengals week or Steelers versus Bengals week 12 start. Actually, what we did more to the start of the show, we pulled a me on Thanksgiving start. <laughs> we mentioned on the show last week how we were. How I was really excited. I was coming to your house, getting to see you in person. It had been a while. And it didn't happen. And it didn't happen. <laughs> Not only that, I was on the. We were on the way. We were on the way there because I'll go ahead and tell. I mean, this is this is our family time, so we'll tell a little bit of the story. I wake up Thursday morning, ready to go. I'm already texting with you and our sister, and you know she wants to know because of her husband. You know um, what are people wearing? And the whole reason we say this is because we chill, we relax. I, I, I was wearing shorts. You know, I didn't care that it was. 
30 some degrees or whatever. I was wearing shorts because I wanted to be comfortable. And I remember a couple of years ago, our brother-in-law was like, oh man, if only I knew you guys were wearing shorts. We were letting him know. And everything's fine. Great, grand, getting ready to go. I go in to wake up my youngest son only to find out that he had gotten sick in the night and didn't tell us and everything was in the bed. And for those of you that have kids, you've probably been there and just had to deal with that before. So I'm like, oh man, is this kid sick? Are we not going to be able to go? So we so we pushed off when we were leaving a couple hours to make sure that he was okay. He was totally fine. We thought, you know, maybe, you know, choked in the night or something like that. He was totally fine. So we're like, all right, here we go. We're heading to Uncle Rich's. We're almost about halfway there. And he gets sick again. We're like, all right, can't go get everyone sick. Got to turn around. So Rich, I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving without us. <laughs> We we had a happy Thanksgiving without you. Um, yeah. It was nice. We miss you all. Um, but, you know, the rest yeah. of the fam that we were expecting here was here. And, um, yes. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we're, we're not going to spend too much time on that. But we're we're going to – we'll get back to the Steelers. But that was just – Kind it's, of more nice little... it's more interesting than the game was the other day. Oh my goodness, that game. And I'm I'm sorry, I'm sitting there um checking over your knee-jerk reactions article while it's going oh, so we I can know. get it out quick. I, I had know. to throw I had to throw a line in there. I did. Uh, I, I saw you throw it in there. there. See, I was waiting. <laughs> See, I was going to put in a very similar line, but I was waiting. I was wait, I was waiting for the two-minute warning to put it oh. in. Um <laughs> You, you just put it a little earlier than long. that. You didn't need to wait that long. You could have said it in the third quarter, and it was third it was the quarter, line. Could have said it in the second quarter. In the second quarter, but now, well, you have to admit when you when you're the team getting the ball coming out of the half, you at least have a little bit more hope. Um, but that those hopes and dreams were dashed pretty quickly. But it, it was the line of uh, our Steeler fans still watching this game, and if you're not, I wish I could join you. <laughs> You know, yeah. it was like we've we've got to cover, we've got to sit through it. I'm sure a lot of you didn't didn't watch to the end, and I don't blame you. It was hard to watch. I'm gonna make a confession. There's a lot of times that I say, Oh, I I still need to go back and watch the game to really focus on the offensive line. So I need to watch it again. Well, kids didn't have school on Monday. I had some extra time. I did what Jefferson Hartman needed to do. For those of you that are part of the ride or die crew that like to make fun of Jeff and his iPhone seven. Um, I also had an iPhone seven. I went and upgraded on Monday, um, yesterday. So that was, that, that was just other things. I could have watched the game again right then, but I'm like, why in the world would I torture myself again? Why would I sit through that again? I'd like to get an idea of who played well, played well. Maybe, maybe there were some positive or negative things to take out of the offensive. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't going to do it. And I'm not going to that. I am not rewatching that game. That game took up too much time of my life in real time. I am not wasting any more time with it. Do you kind of feel the same way, Rich? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, it, it, you yeah you couldn't you couldn't pay me enough to watch that game again. Yeah, I, I sat through it once. I'm not sitting through it again. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was bad enough. And we're going to get to the question for the show here very shortly. Um, we got another we got another super chat. We've got Sean Manahan with five dollars um, into the tip jar. Thank you, Sean. He said, "What's your thoughts on Claypool saying practices should have music to make it more fun?" 
Thanks for the five dollars. We were definitely going to bring up this topic, Rich. I, you heard? You, did you hear about his comments yesterday? I did. Did you hear Coach Tomlin's? Coach Tomlin's answer, answer was perfect. I loved it. I loved it. It was yeah. spot on. So for those you know, of you that, that Chase, might not Chase know, Claypool, Chase let, Claypool plays wide receiver. Yeah, <laughs> and we're going to let him do that. Yeah, and I take care of how practice runs, and we're going to let me take care of that. He was satisfied with that division of labor. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, which is the uh, to be message sent. But for those of you, just to set it up a little bit, if you weren't sure, Chase Claypool. He now, granted, he was asked a question in a in. A, as he was one of the players made available to the media on Monday, he was asked a question and he answered it and he answered it honestly. My thing is, I wouldn't have answered it through. I don't think he came into that press conference knowing he was going to say that probably wasn't happy that he said it and wouldn't be shocked if Chase Claypool is not going to be one of the available players to talk to for a little while. But uh, when he was asked if there's anything they could do different for practice, his answer was uh, maybe play some music and make it a little more fun. So how do you feel about the players after a performance like that, where the team seemed to have no heart, no drive for someone to say that the answer is they need to have more fun? What are your thoughts? I'd be more apt to listen to that guy if he wouldn't have gotten a 15-yard stupid penalty and then followed it up by dropping the very next pass on the very next play. Was that the one that he bobbled four times? Was that the next one? Or I don't remember. Well, I just remember it's on the left sidelines. He was coming back in, yeah, bobbled it, and didn't catch it. And it's well, like, it, it's yeah. like you want to talk about not having fun at practice, but just yeah. those two plays together in the game made you look horrible. Why don't we fix mm-hmm. that first? Then we can talk about having fun at practice. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I have days where I go to my job and mm-hmm. have fun. But not every day. Not every day is fun. And I don't know anybody out there that has a job that they can say is 100% fun all the time when they go. Yeah. And sometimes I think professional athletes forget that. Yeah. They're getting paid a lot more than we are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, to to go out there, and they probably and have a lot more fun than we do. And I will be honest with you: having fun when you're playing football is important. Now, they're professionals. I've never been anywhere close to that level, either as a player or a coach. So I don't know that. All I can tell you is my experiences, and I, I, I'm going to tell you something. When I played football in high school. I hated it. It was yeah. miserable. Our coaches made made you hate it. You got sick to your stomach every day about an hour before practice because you knew what you were going to have to go through. They ran you to death. They beat you to death. I mean, they ran it like we were playing football in 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 the fifties or something. It was they made it absolutely miserable. And you'd want to ask yourself, why in the world would you even play? Because there was parts of some games that were a little bit fun, or it was more like you were expected to do it because you were the, an athlete. But football wasn't fun for me. It was—I mean, it wasn't fun. It, the the way it was where we grew up. And here's what's ironic, just to get off 
let's talk about football being fun for just a little bit and then we'll get to the other super chat but the I played football with with some guys. I ended up I, – I had the decision of whether or not I wanted to do football or track and field when I moved to the next level. And I honestly – track and field was fun for me. Throwing the shot put, it was fun. Football was miserable. As much as I love the game of football, to watch it and everything else, actually playing it, the, the where I was, you're probably thinking I'm crazy, but trust me, it was it was awful. But when I went to college, there was a friend of mine who graduated with me played on the offensive line with me, played behind me. He would actually, he got benched partway through the season. He came out and he played, he was playing college football um, at the same school I was going to. There was another player who was, he was actually a year behind me, graduated with my wife from her school, who was the other school in the county. My senior year, they were runner up at, in the state. They lost in the cha- state championship game. They had this fantastic football team. If only I knew the difference between these two programs, because those two players went to play college football. The one who played with me said, Dave, for, forget your track. You need to come out and play football right now. I'm like, why? What, what's going on? He's like, I've never had so much fun. This is the easiest football I've ever experienced in my life. Practices are easy. It's so much fun. You would love it. The player that was from the team, the other end of the county, quit after three practices because they were too hard. So that just goes to show me that maybe my experience with football wasn't the same as everyone else, but it, it, it was kind of, it was kind of miserable. So maybe I shouldn't have gone off on that, but I, as a coach, I made sure when I was coaching that even though there was times that you were, you know, you had to, to, to be conditioned, you had to get the work in, you had to hit each other, which they're not allowed to do in the NFL during practices during the season for the most part. But if there wasn't some part of it that that was fun that the that you could look that the players could look forward to every day, then it wasn't worth everything else. So sorry, I just went off on my little story there. Yeah, anything you want to say about that, Rich? Um, no, other than if what I always say when you talk about that story, which is a, if we took my drive and um willingness to work myself to death at sports Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i would have put it in your body (laughs) we'd have made a lot of money as a left tackle in the nfl (laughs) i mean i I worked hard at when with 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 track and field and everything that i did and you know state championship conference champion and college and things like that but it was just it it was just different it really was so um i we've talked about that Talk get to your super chat. Let's get to this. We got two of them now. Steel Dog 88, five dollars of the tip jar says, even with the lack of depth quality, have to give players like Tuska at least trying some credit. Okay. He didn't say something. He said, give them give Tuska credit. Tuska, according to Pro Football Focus, was one of the higher graded players on the defense. He was only behind Minka Fitzpatrick. He was out there playing hard. Um, so I think that's a good point. Some yeah, of these guys, too. I mean, he wasn't even in training camp for the Steelers. If you would have told me in mid August that, well, I don't know who's, who's going to start opposite Alex Highsmith on Sunday. Is it going to be taco Charlton or Derek Tuska? I would think you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like who? I mean, at least know who taco Charlton was because he went ahead of TJ Watt, but that's a really good point that, you know, Things 
like that aren't going well. And those guys are out there. Some of them are really out there playing hard. Uh, Sean Manahan gives us another $5, and he says, I want to see our defense go out Sunday and just have the mentality of we're going to hit everyone, even if it gets a flag, so be it. Hashtag Steel Curtain. So what do you think of that? Um, hey, I'd say, you know, I, I, in some ways I agree with that. I think the defense has been has been soft. Yeah. And, and when I say soft, I mean just, yes. you know, they're they're not hitting people. They're not imposing their will on people. They're just sitting back and hoping, you know, they, it, a lot of them look like they're playing, hoping not to mess up. And you know what happens when you play not to mess up, right? Then you're going to mess up. You mess up. <laughs> it's kind of like when you play not to lose. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You typically lose. You lose. Yeah. You know? That's why you play to win the game. So, yeah. um, which was interesting because I wanted to see if I could find the exact quote from Coach Tomlin, um, where it it was. Um, now I can't even remember what it was. We were just talking about what was the what was the super chat again? It the, the about um, go out and hit somebody. Thank yeah. you. Um, that he was, I loved his response to a question that he had. Um, I'm just trying to, to, to find the, the question. Um, oh, I, I really, I really wish it. He was asked the question about, uh, this is a classic physical matchup. Um, or, you know, this is all about physicality in the past. Um, what do you, what are you still that physical team? And his answer was, we'll see on Sunday. There, I got it right here. He says, we'll see on Sunday, won't we? Like I mentioned earlier, it's put up and shut up time. Talking doesn't get it done. I can quell you and that question with an answer, but it's not real. What we do in the stadium on Sunday is what's real. And so we're not seeking comfort. We're not trying to quell the masses, if you will. We stunk it up, and we're going to wallow in our stench for a while and wait for our next opportunity to play football. That was Coach Tomlin's answer. Well, he's basically saying, what, what more can you say? It was bad. Yeah. We consider continue to talk about yeah. how bad it was, or we yeah. can try to get ready to go play. Are we the next physical game. team? We weren't last week. No. No way. We were terrible. The only chance we could do is, I mean, luckily we get a chance to do it again next week, but you can't just, and he said it at the beginning of it. He's like, we can't keep doing the same things and expect different results. We've got to change some stuff up. So we'll see. I don't expect big changes, but I expect little changes. And I, I respect them for trying something different. They started off putting Cam Hayward at nose. That was unexpected, wouldn't you say? Yeah, uh, I bet. Yeah. And I I think I said on the post-game show, I think the philosophy might have been it's harder to run away from him when he's right in the middle. Yep. Unfortunately, it didn't really work. So, um, yeah. Uh, we, we got another one. Another $5 from Steel Dog Eddie. He says, one more thing I noticed. Steelers never had an answer for replacing Hilton and missing slot corner blitz from the defense. Here's what I'm going to say about that before I turn it over to you. It's not that they're missing Hilton. It's not that they haven't gotten some decent play in their sub-package football. It's if you expected the Steelers to do exactly what they did with Mike Hilton with somebody else. Yep. There's no way they could do that. That's a hundred percent correct. So if what you want out of your slot corner is for him to, is for him to be a great blitzer, then, then yeah, they've let you down. 
Mike Hilton was a liability in coverage. Did they improve that at all? Sometimes they have, sometimes they haven't. What do you think? Oh, then I think, you know, at least on one play, Mike Hilton looked pretty good in coverage the other day. <sighs> Boom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was it that great of a play by Hilton, or was no, it? No, it wasn't. It was <laughs> that was you know. float that ball out yeah. there. I mean, gee whiz, you you could have picked that one off, trying to yeah, yeah, play corner. Yeah, that was yeah that 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 was that was tough. So I want to kind of get into setting up our question yep. for 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 the show, and I picked this question with Brian Anthony Davis of are the Steelers as bad as they played on Sunday? And the reason I picked this is because this, if ever that was, there was a question in need of a Dave answer, it's this one. So what's a Dave answer? My brother, what would you say? What, what would your definition of a Dave answer be when it comes to a question? Cause we like to say, Oh, well, that's a Dave answer. What is a Dave answer? Cause I actually have an idea of what I'm going to say. Uh, a Dave answer actually answers. Um, he he gives two answers that are contradicting one on either side of the argument. Um, that's close. That's close. It's what you do. No, my definition of a Dave answer is you take the question that is very broad, and you and you reask it in a in a much more narrow way to where you can answer opposite answers. By asking two new questions of where you can give opposite answers. So I think we almost kind of said the same thing, but I was probably a little bit nicer with it. <laughs> so, um, this yeah, is a- you were. I'm, you, know, <laughs> you fluffed it up to try to make it not, you know, make yourself sound better. I mean, that was the Dave explanation. Yeah, Dave that was a right great there. Dave explanation so- for what a Dave answer is. But the thing <sighs> is, you're kind of answering both answers depending. So, uh, yep. Rich, Here, it- I'm going to ask now. I'm asking you the question. Yeah, are the Steelers as bad as they played on Sunday? No, the Steelers are bad. Okay, mm-hmm. the Steelers are bad. They are not a. They they are a. What I want to say, borderline. They're not a great football team, and they're borderline if they're even a good football team. Mm-hmm. So I would probably even put them at least after the past three games, put them a little lower. That. I'd say right now they're a eh, bad team, but the way they played on Sunday, they were a bad team. They were, they were yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. I, I mean that that was the kind of game you see out of a team that goes so oh, in 16, 17, 18, yeah. you know, loses twenty three straight over two seasons. You know, like that. I mean, that's what that game was on on Sunday. Because I even think I put it in my knee jerk was the, uh, well, let's see. The offense really sucks, and the defense is even worse. Yeah. You know. (laughs) Say that. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what we saw Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, The Steelers are, are a good enough team to yeah, win some football games and, you know, every once in a while they even sneak one in on a pretty good team. Like they opened up the season beating the Buffalo Bills, who some people have making it all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, 
but then you turn around and have a tie against the Detroit Lions, who are still winless on the season, and you give up 82 points over back-to-back weeks against the Chargers and Bengals. You get totally shellacked in two games against the Bengals. That's not good football. Yeah. You know. Um, so really, I'd say, no, they're not as bad as they were Sunday, but they're bad. The thing to remember is, and this is kind of how we go as fans, and I don't say it's necessarily wrong, but sometimes you got to keep it in perspective. You're only as good as your as your as the last thing you put on tape. You're only as good as your last performance on the field. And that last performance in the field was really bad. So until the Steelers show that they are better than that performance, then that's who they are. It was the same thing after week one, the Steelers beat the Buffalo bills and everyone's like, Oh, we got, you got, you got to pay attention to the Steelers here. You know, it was mainly more on the defense that I mean, because the defense that was, That was the Steelers' defense, and you just haven't seen it since because of everything else going on. And they just haven't played as well. You saw it a little bit against the Browns. Saw it a little bit against the Browns. Mm -hmm. But that's – you're like, oh, you know, that's who the Steelers' team is. But the – so the thing is you you have to look at the whole body of work, but you also have to look at the most recent data. To, to really figure out who this team is. Have they played this bad at all all season? No. This was the worst. But they're going to get an op- another opportunity to show if they could play better or if they could say, that was the worst? Here, Here. Hold, hold my adult beverage. There you go. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yep. And there's the potential for that. You really yep. have the potential to go – Either way. And that's the thing. You know, that's why they play the games every week. Because I'm going to tell you right now, before you get into it, I don't think the Baltimore Ravens are that good of a football team. Their record is good. They've really won some fluky games. They've managed to pull things out. I don't think they're that good. They are extremely dependent on Lamar Jackson. Still can't believe they won the game. They won the game when, when he was out. It was they They shouldn't have, but they did. Um, if you take him away, they're in trouble. But you kind of almost are finding like the Steelers' defense. If you take T.J. Watt away, you're in trouble. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that the Ravens are that great of a team, but neither are the Steelers. And right now the yeah. Ravens are better than them. That's kind of what we're looking at right now. We are yeah. going to take this. We're going to roll into the second half. We've got several other things to talk about. We're going to talk about some, uh, some of the criticism of some past Steelers. We're going to talk about um, – Going to mention the whole concept of rebuild that some people are wanting to talk about. Um, and then, of course, we'll we'll do our scores in the second half. So if you're with us on the audio side, we promise we won't disappear like we did at the beginning of the show. Um, so go ahead and flip on over to part two. And if you're here with us um, on YouTube don't, or Facebook don't Live. Make promises you don't know if you can. Uh, I, I, I have confidence. Okay. okay. <laughs> if you're with us here on, on YouTube or Facebook Live, give us a few seconds. We'll be right back. 